This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you who I've met in person have seen my unbelievable dashboards that I built. You know, I'm an analytics-like crazy person. I love the data. And I love presenting the data in beautiful dashboards that my team can use on their mobile devices, their phones, and TVs throughout the office. Now, the way I do this without having to hire a big development team is at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. It's using a company called Clipfolio, and I'll tell you more later on in the show how I use them. It's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. Top Tribe, you know I don't have a lot of time to waste. That's why I use FreshBooks to send out invoices and make sure I'm collecting my money. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Guys, coming up today, you're in for a treat. It's episode 632. You're gonna learn from the Recursion CEO. It's an enzyme company, so health technology. They raised $23 million, launched in 2013. Now they have 40 people and they're about to release a new drug to the market. You also wanna stay tuned tomorrow morning where you'll learn from Alessio from Pipeify. They just started, they just hit 50,000 bucks in monthly recurring revenue. They raised two point six million dollars so good success there and they're helping over 400 customers organize processes good morning everybody my guest this morning is chris gibson he's the co-founder and ceo of recursion pharmaceuticals a biotech company leveraging the latest automation computation and biological tools to perform drug discovery at scale chris holds a bs in bioengineering and a ba in managerial studies from rice and a bioengineering phd from the university of utah chris are you ready to take us to the top Absolutely. All right. So tell us what Recursion Pharma, what kind of what's your, your main product, your main focus, and what's your business model? How do you generate revenues? Yeah, absolutely. So what we're trying to do is shortcut the long, arduous uh, path of getting uh, drugs discovered into the market. Um, and so we do this by combining the best elements of biology, automation, and computation, uh, and doing drug discovery at scale across lots of diseases all in parallel. Uh, the business model initially has been to partner with large pharmaceutical companies who have drugs that they know a lot about, but ultimately did not end up making it to market. Um, so we've announced, for example, a partnership with Sanofi Genzyme. And in that particular case, we have drugs that, that uh, they spent decades working on in many cases, and those drugs never ended up making it to patients, not because they're bad drugs, just because uh, of a variety of business reasons or even because the drug didn't show efficacy. And like so what, Chris? Just, like what? What would stop a, a, an enzyme that they've just that they've discovered? Just bureaucratic stuff. So often, one of the challenges in in target based drug discovery, which is where the industry is focused for the last couple of decades, uh, is that drugs will um, be based on a target, and when you get into the complex biology that is a human, it turns out that target just doesn't work the way you thought. Yep. Um, and so the drug doesn't do what you hoped. Um, but it may be that, that that drug often will actually hit the target. It's just the target wasn't what, uh, what you hoped it would be for, in terms of that disease. And so it may be that target is important in a different disease. And so we systematically screen all of those types of drugs against hundreds of, of diseases, initially genetic diseases, trying to find sort of uh, unexpected new ways to use those drugs, which are essentially sunk assets for, for our partners. And so how do you make money? 
Yeah, so we own the upside of anything that we discover. So we essentially uh, partner with those companies, do the screens, come back to them with hits. Um, and if they decide that something is worthy of moving uh, forward to the to the market, then we own sort of milestones and royalties associated, generally in our deals, associated with any of those uh, hits that we discover. We also have an internal pipeline of drugs that we're developing ourselves. Um, one of those is just about eight months away from clinical trials now for a disease called cerebral cavernous malformation. Mm -hmm. And so which, which business model is more makes more revenue for you currently, your own internal pipeline or the partnerships and revenue shares you're, you're generating? So the partnerships and revenue shares uh, make money for us now. The internal pipeline makes nothing for us and won't for a long time. And this is the interesting thing about our industry, right? So the, there's there's companies who will invest billions of dollars as startups before they basically make any revenue because the entire sort of uh, upside of our industry is deferred until a drug gets to market. Obviously, with some of our internal uh, products, which are nearing clinical trials, we are discussing the potential to outlicense those to various partners. And if we're successful in doing that, then those will become sort of the most lucrative um, uh, treatments in our in our own pipeline. Um, obviously, though, that also means that there's going to be a whole bunch of patients who have uh, some hope with a new drug coming down the, the, the pipeline. And get, put some numbers around the structure you articulated for if you look at you know, Santa Fe's enzyme, you know, you know, you know, kind of dead database, right, of things that are stopped in the tracks and you find one or two winners. I mean, what does it actually look like? Is it is it is it 10 percent of total sales over the next 10 years or is there an upfront fear or like get, put some structure around it numbers? I, I knew you'd ask that. And I can't speak to each of our individual deals for confidentiality reasons. What I'm happy to do is share with you the prototype deal um, that we sort of look for. So we typically look for um, upfront uh, from our partners to help pay for sort of all of the scientists who are working and all the reagents we use. Uh, and then we like to have milestones. What is that, though, Greg? So like, let's say or sorry, well, Chris, let's say you're doing it with Nathan Latka enzyme, right? What yeah. am I paying you up? Like, are, are, are you first off, are you finding me? You know, I have dead kind of historical potential opportunities and you find me or I find you to try and monetize those. Both. And this is the trick. So we've got, you know, lots of different partnerships with lots of different structures. But let me give you a range. So there are partnerships where there's very little upfront because the cost to us is pretty low to, to look for some upside. And then there's partnerships we're negotiating now that are eight figures upfront. OK, got it. And, and what so, makes something more costly to try and make it valuable? It essentially is it, it, it's basically how many of our scientists are going to have to work for how long to run the robots uh, to analyze all the data. Okay. Um, so if it's a if it's uh, a million different small experiments, and these are the kinds of numbers we talk in, um, then that's more expensive than if it's a hundred thousand small experiments. Okay. So a ten million dollar plus upfront deal for you is going to be well over you know a million experiments. You know, ten researchers spending at least six months. Like. Absolutely. It would be, you know, 10 to 15 scientists spending a year or two working on a dedicated, uh, you know, pipeline for a partner. Got it. Uh, if we if we're successful in one of those deals, uh, there's still sort of the upside for us of milestones and royalties. And it depends. Again, these there are partners who like to back end these deals and partners that like to front end them. So the variance here is huge. But what we're essentially looking at is something like. 10 to 20 percent of expected one year sales when a drug gets to market in terms of milestones over the whole course of development. So that can be any combination of option fees, uh, uh, maintenance fees, 
um, fees associated with uh, drugs progressing from IND to phase one to phase two to phase three to, to an NDA, which is the new drug application. Um, you, can, you can stack these in a lot of ways. And I think what you're probably starting to realize is that what we're building is a portfolio yep. of deals that are front-ended, deals that are back-ended, deals with more sort of royalty side and deals with more upfront. And we can do this because our platform enables us to do discovery across hundreds of de- diseases in parallel. I understand we're talking in, in, in kind of averages and kind of ideal deals here, but um, help me understand. So let are you uh, the royalty, not the milestone, not the upfront, but the royalty aspect of many of these deals. Are you only looking at royalty on on the first year of sales after it's released or these do these royalty deals go 10 20 50 years oh, we would expect royalties on that sale uh, in you know in perpetuity uh, as it. long as that drug is on the market Got it. And who's the guy? I mean, so this is you have a ton of creative flexibility here. I imagine the guy or girl, you know, negotiating these deals. You have to get pretty creative. Is that you or do you have a sales team? We are a 40 person upstart uh, and these deals have been uh, myself and a number of other folks on the team. Um, we work with a fantastic outside counsel at Wilson City as well, who uh, Great firm. Uh, are, yeah, our particular attorney there. Um, she is excellent, both in the complex sort of aspects of contracts, but also sort of in the strategy around putting these deals together. So 40 person uh, upstart, uh, Chris, take me back to day one. When did you launch it? So we launched at the end of 2013. Uh, I defended my PhD October 30th. The company started uh, November 5th. <laughs> and then we actually sat down in the office uh, January 1st of 2014 for the first time. We were 10 people last year. Um, so we grew pretty slowly at the beginning because we were working out a lot of the sort of data science and engineering challenges around doing drug discovery at scale based on uh, on, on imaging data. Um, and then since last year, at about 10 people this time last year, we're now at 43 and expect to be more than 80 by the end of the year. Did, uh, did you have a bunch of student loan debt after your PhD was complete? So I was actually part of the MD-PhD program where they, uh, they pay you a stipend. So I had sort of uh, broke even. Um, uh, and then ended up taking a leave of absence from finishing medical school to start the company. And at this point, I think it's pretty unlikely I'll, I'll go back. What'd your parents say? Um, they actually are pretty excited. That's awesome. Um, a lot of entrepreneurship roots. And so, um, they, uh, they could tell this was something I was passionate about and they said, go for it. So this kind of company, which may take more time to generate revenue. I imagine you had to get some initial funding from somewhere. How much have you raised? Yeah, we've raised about $19 million in, in equity financing and then another five or six million in sort of non-dilutive funds from uh, small business grants from the NIH and then a number of private foundations as well. Okay, so, okay, so just grants and private foundations or were some of the five million like notes? Like no, no, well, we had we had notes. We've, we've raised a $4 million uh, 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 debt um, instrument as well. That's included um, in the 19 I, though, right? No, I did not include that in the 19. Okay, got it. So call it 23 million total raise between equity and debt, and then another 5 million in grants and from private uh, funds. Yeah. Got it. Um, interesting. And how is a company, well, it's rare we get someone kind of as deep into, into medical and biotech as you on the show. It, to, to the extent you can, take me in those conversations about, about valuation. How's a company like yours valued? Yeah, very interesting. Um, so we are a platform company, and in our particular space, that in life sciences, that's actually not the language that, that people speak in terms of value. They speak in terms of assets. Um, and so that was one of the real challenges for us in terms of raising money initially um, and why we ended up uh, bringing in our Series A investors, uh, almost all tech investors who are coming into the space of biology, 
and they see the pattern of technology sort of disrupting large industries um, and, and see kind of the application of technology like AI um, as we're using uh, applied to biology as sort of the next big play. Um, and so we we did great. I mean, the, the the valuation was something we were excited about and our investors are excited about, because if this company is successful, which I, uh, I know that it will be, um, we're going to be uh, hugely impactful on society in terms of our ability to treat a lot of patients with disease. Chris, I, I lost you here briefly. You cut out. So hoping uh, hoping that I'll come back in here in a second. Uh, but it sounds like a lot of the valuation, uh, again, was based off maybe less, Chris, less quantifiable stuff. I mean, were there actual top line or bottom line numbers yeah. it was it was attached to? Or was it way more vision based? No, it's vision based. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Got it. Cool. And then this is always a sometimes an embarrassing question. Maybe it's zero for you. But your first full year in business would have been, I guess, 2014. What was your total revenue your first year? So we we're not going to actually give you the revenue numbers. I can tell you was that it we zero. Did, it was not zero. We 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 did six figures. I'll okay, that. that's not bad. <laughs> what was your first deal like a wonky thing you kind of just patched together just to get that initial initial dollars in the door? No, no. I think our deals um, our deals have been strategic in terms of the way we put them together, um, and uh, we're. Uh, excited moving forward about as the industry starts to see the potential of what we're building, we're excited to be able to do larger partnerships where we take, you know, we kind of bite off a bigger chunk of biology. That's helpful to understand. You guys obviously, I imagine, have have office parties around the holidays. So take let's fast forward a second. Holiday party, end of 2017. You guys are sipping champagne and cheering and you're really excited because you hit like some big goal. What is the big goal you're trying to hit at the end of 2017? We want to have three drugs, uh, uh, one to three drugs, basically ready for clinical trials and out licensed or partnered. Like I told you guys at the top of this episode, I have amazing data and you guys know from my interview style, I love data. But what I love more than data is making it actionable via beautiful dashboards that I can view on my phone, on my TVs in my living room, or even on my laptop as I'm traveling. And the company that I use to create these dashboards, which pulls in data from my Libsyn backend, my Google Analytics backend, Salesforce, and other data sources is called Clipfolio. You can see an example executive dashboard or my social media command center or my web metrics dashboard at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. And you can try it there for free for three months. It's Clipfolio. You can try it free for three months. Everybody else has to pay. So you get it free for three months. Alan's a good friend. He's the CEO of the company. He came on the show. I said, I love your product. Can I feature it? So NathanLacka.com forward slash analytics. Go check it out now. Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Heyo, and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Heyo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. 
To get your free first month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. There you guys have it. Good stuff. All right, Chris, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, um, boy, there's so many good ones. What's the one I've been, uh, I'm going to go with the one I've been reading, uh, lately, which is the hard thing about hard things. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, yeah, an ex CEO, Perry fell, who's on our board and one of my mentors, ex CEO, which company Seattle genetics. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like acuity scheduling? Uh, boy, there's so many there's not. No, not one, not one. Give me just reel off a few. I love Slack. Okay. All right. Number, uh, it's amazing how many different industries are using Slack. Number, <laughs> number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Very few. Give me a number. My Fitbit puts me on average at five, 5.3, 5.4. All right. Now, and what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Married with kids. How many, how many little ones? Two little ones, a four-year-old and a nine-month-old. Oh my gosh. And how old are you? I am 33, I think. It's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris. Last, excuse me. Last question. Take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Yeah, I wish that I uh, knew where I was going so I could have gotten here faster. (laughs) Guys, there you have it. (laughs) Chris wishes he knew where he was going so he could have gotten there faster. Again, with his company, Recursion, and they do all kinds of deals, whether it's upfront, royalty, milestone-based, helping drug companies and other life sciences companies discover really value in stuff that has just gotten caught up in bureaucratic uh, kind of regulation or other other aspects as they've tried to bring it to market. They've got 40 folks launched in 2013. 13, about 23 million bucks in equity uh, plus debt raised another 5 million in grants at about six figures in their uh, in their first year of revenue their goal for 2017 is get to get between one and three drugs ready for clinical trials chris thank you for taking us to the top appreciate it take care if you enjoyed Christopher today, go back and listen to Greg yesterday. His company, SalesWise, just raised $3 million. They launched their product and are helping just their first 12 customers develop better relationships with their data set. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.